<clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. I mean, I kind of understand most men will never go for that. Like, what? My wife is going to pose nude with another dude in a room alone doing God knows what poses, who knows what would happen. And I know it's all out of concern. Let's talk about sex. Oh, yes. Love, relationships, and mental health. The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all-time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Dr. Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by podmetrics.co. Don't forget, you can actually sign up and monetize your podcast anywhere in the world. If you are starting one or you feel like you want to start one, you can uh, take advantage of this great way to monetize and actually uh, um, basically collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. So uh, all you have to do is click the link in the description of this episode and use our referral code, SexyMinds. That's it. Sexy Minds, so you can monetize your podcast as well. So that's T-H-E-S-E-X-Y-M-I-N-D-S. That's one word, uh, not case sensitive at all. So the Sexy Minds, and uh, you'll be on your way to monetizing your podcast. My name is Tony Tony. And I'm Doc Rika, and together we will be talking about anything and everything sex-related. Trust me, we can handle it. And uh, don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. So share your sex stories, your fantasies, your kinks, your relationship issues. You can email us, thesexyminds at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at bit.ly forward slash thesexyminds hotline. That's one word. Okay. So tonight we have a special guest. Um, you know, I, I love Instagram because it. You know, if without Instagram, Doc, I don't think I'd be able to contact this person. I haven't seen this person in a good, maybe in a decade. And so I don't know how it came up on my feed because I follow 7,500 people. So it was kind of weird how it was on my feed. And then I just said, hey, why don't I get this person to guess? Because I saw that she was uh, a nudista. Like, uh, she basically took off her clothes and people would paint. You know, it was a uh, love of art. And you don't see too many people that in that, in, you know, doing that, you know, uh, as a, I don't know if it's a full time, as a part time thing, but we'll get to know her. We have uh, Keiko. Uh, what's up? How you doing? Hi. Hi, Tony. Hi, Rika. Thank you for having me. Hi, thank you for giving us your time. And before we dive right in, you know, uh, so tell us, uh, what's your status? Uh, are, you, are you married? Are you single? Are you dating? Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. Um, in between? I don't know. Okay, so it's an open thing. Yeah, it's an open thing. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> How what do does you that mean? <laughs> I was in a relationship, okay. but now I'm not anymore. 
and it's that whole journey that we we're all about to talk about um mm-hmm. of how i became like a nude subject and mm-hmm. that kind of um that kind of took a toll on the on the relationship but you know because it's very unusual what i did was very unusual but for me mm-hmm. what i did was very empowering um i think rika can relate i think um it's mm-hmm. it's it's about your partner um it 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 mainly started with oh i am a mom mm-hmm. and i just had my my kid i think he was about like it was 2019 i think he was three mm-hmm. years old i think he was three years old um so when you have a kid you kind of get into this place as a woman where you do not recognize yourself like when you look in the mirror you're like who are you you think you know who you are because you've been placed in a position where you're expected to be something which is your mom mm-hmm. and during this time i was with someone and we we've been together a very long time so so i have the the status of partner or wife and now i became a mom and all those titles don't really define who you are or it doesn't really tell you who you are so there is a time in a woman's life where you've already fulfilled all of these expectations of so what society expects of you you're a girl you should be a wife and you should be a mother and you're supposed to do all of these wonderful motherly things and you know being a nudist or a being a nude model is just not one of them and it just so happens that the partner that i had was very oriental um is not very open to things like that no matter how many times i had to explain that you know this was something that i wanted to do um I've always known myself to be someone who would do things out of the ordinary and at that point I was like I was having a hard time because I was um I was like I'm a new mom technically 3 years old you're a new mom yeah. mm-hmm. you're still a new mom so like you're very you're in a very confusing time you don't know who you want to be you don't know who you are you're you're caught in a routine um and that's very hard like it's um it's a cycle routine is a killer could you say um take that you were still trying to find yourself your identity um as an individual as an individual and uh even though you were a brand new mom you still wanted to find out more about yourself you had to and and this was one of the things that was calling out but i'm just curious as So how did you find out that hey there's a job opening hey there's a position to, available to be a nudist uh i mean do you check the reddit accounts do you check facebook uh, like who do you go to like to <laughs> cuz it was you know it, for those that haven't seen or or can't conceptualize what happens is you're just taking off your clothes for a bunch of painters artists right and they're 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 just drawing uh your 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 body in in certain yeah. positions you're you're just you're just basically a, a you're you're a model that just has no no clothes on and and i think 
as a model who has no clothes on, who for a photographer, is almost the same thing. It's it's very artsy. It's not in a way where it's um it's not perverted. Perverted. That's it's sad. Yeah, I think no. that's the word. I think there's a difference between perverted and the love of art because we've seen back in the days a lot of paintings were were were, were nude a lot of the structures the yeah our 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 um statues were were nude of men and women you know yeah. um so i i can understand that um uh, but how do you how did you find out like um so it started with a friend of mine who's a photographer um it was um it was it was an an idea that was up in the air and i i'm not, i'm really not sure what got into me i think i was like i'm going to put my foot down and i'm going to do what i want to do yeah um mm-hmm. even if i were even if i was about to be judged cuz god forbid if you do anything unmotherly like you're a bad mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> and being um uh, a nude model would definitely be um, categorized as something as that. Um, so my first, it was an idea with a photographer. His name's J.B. DeLeon. He was kind of like just throwing ideas. And I was like, you know what? Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Um, and you're, you, um, you did mention that the, the, the shoot and the modeling is very classy. It's very artsy. I had to make sure that the people that I will work with make it come out that way. I want the message to be that way. If anything, um, a woman should feel empowered when she becomes a mom. Her body just went through a whole process of having a little human inside you for 10 freaking months. And after you have that baby, it's definitely the time that you feel like I I can do anything. I just had that thing in me and I pushed it out for 13 (laughs) hours. I can do whatever the fuck I want. You know, if I I, I can, if I can. Damn you, world. (laughs) Right? That's what I felt. That that's definitely what I felt. So I'm like, you know, if I can go in labor and have a baby in me 10 months, I can pose nude. And I mm-hmm. had to make sure that the people that I approached or the people that approached me to have this type of project would, it would come out nice or classy, not very lewd. It had to come out empowering. I wanted to send a message that, you know, I'm a mom too. I have the stretch marks, I have the pouch and everything. And some moms feel that they're never going to go back in shape. I had to go back in shape. Um, I was out of shape, of course. You just had a baby in you. So I kind of dedicated my one year. It was one year. We were planning this shoot for a year. He was waiting. I would always ask for a mood board. I mean, where's your reference? What would you like it to look like? And I would I would do it. I don't ask to be paid for it. Um, I'm doing it for the sake of art. Um, I'm doing it for experience. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for fun. Oh wow! Me. It's definitely for me. So not that unless shoot was free, or all your shoots are free. All my shoots were free. They would just oh, wow. ask me. They would add. They would just ask me like, "Do you want to shoot?" 
Um, and then I would look at their profile first and I would take a look at how their previous photo shoots looked like and if it's something that would speak to me. And then I'd ask them to send me a mood board. And then, you know, they would also ask the, how comfortable are you? Um, I'm comfortable in anything as long as the concept is good or is great or you're trying to portray something. So I'm I'm all for that. Not unless you're like promoting for a brand or something like that, then I'll have to charge you. But uh, yeah. most of the time, this is all for the sake of... Um, the art. Yeah. Wow. And after having experienced all of those photo shoots, a friend of mine, from the one you saw, um, when I became the nude subject for a sketch workshop, um, it was a gallery run by my friend, Aini Nuida, and it was for Women's Month. It was in March. It was a gallery for women. I mean, it's a gallery and all the artists were women. And they decided they wanted to have um, a sketch workshop. And it was a nude, a nude sketching. And she decided that, you know what, I'm going to get Keiko. <laughs> I was like, okay. Honestly, I was very nervous because um, I, was, I wasn't... I wasn't nervous because I was about to go naked in a gallery with a lot of people in it. But it was because I was going to be sketched by very known artists. And that was nerve-wracking. And they were pretty good. I had three poses. And I stood there and laid there and sat there for like less than 20 minutes. And they would finish it really, really fast. Each post it was amazing. Was 20 it was, each post was less than 20 minutes. Wow. I, I would have taken it. was amazing. Hour. I'd be slow. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, one hour. <laughs> <laughs> you would be looking at all the details, taking your time. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, did I get that crevice? Did I get that crevice right? Is it the right? Yeah, that, that's why you're not an artist. Yeah, I don't think um, people will post um, for you for free. Yeah. Or they'd probably be scared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious, Kiko. Uh, so this whole time, I understand that, okay, you're going through, you know, a personal thing, you know, having given birth, wanting to, you know, express yourself. Um, but... I'm sure you consulted with your partner beforehand um, and, and said, Hey, yeah, I'm enjoying this. Can you see it from my point of view? You know, uh, as conservative as we are as a society, we are, I feel, I feel like we're so suppressed, you know I mean? Uh, of, you know, with, with how our society is, we, we, we say one thing, we act one way, but deep down inside, we do another thing. Right. That's you know, true. It's it, very it's, true. You know, we, we, we cast the stone, you know, on, on the, on the, on the bad influences. Meanwhile, we act so goody goody and, and we're not so goody goody. So how do you, how do you come home or how did you come home and tell your partner, Hey, I want to do this. This is for me. Um, and it's something I need to do. I did. I did consult with them. Um, I told him the whole story of what I'm going through. Yeah. Of course, he was um, knowing. Um, I understand his side that, you know, you're going to be in a room with a dude naked all by yourself. It's like, yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> me, to me, he was like, yeah, <laughs> um, I am. 
but for me for me it's um it's all for professional i'm not doing it it i'm not being paid to do it but yeah. this is still technically work for them and mm-hmm. i'm extremely professional to work with like if you ask me to pose a certain way i will pose a certain way and i'm going to do it really well like there there nothing also cuz i make sure that the person i'm working with um is someone i can trust so mm-hmm. i will never get into a room or never say yes to a project i know um that i cannot trust the person i'm working with so i always have to make sure i do a background check is he okay and then that's the only time i'm going to go for it you know i have to i'm not naive i don't just i don't just want to go naked um yeah. i have to make sure that everything is safe for me everything is professional mm-hmm. the person that i'm working with is professional um but yeah um in terms of my partner's concern um he wasn't all for it i mean i kind of understand most men will never go for that like what my wife is going to pose nude with another dude in a room alone doing god knows what poses who knows what would happen and i know it's all out of concern but of course i told him my side um again and again um but you know i can only tell you this once or twice and then it's up to you how you want to perceive this and how you want to understand this um in my point of view it was for it was mainly to express myself i he has known or rather i think he's gotten to um how do you how do you how do you say this comfortable used to or comfortable exactly comfortable with the fact that um i do my motherly or my wifely duties and anything out of that is a no no yeah like you're not allowed to hang out with your friends or you can't wear anything sexy anymore because yeah. you're a mom like mm-hmm. you know during so you know i think rika knows what i mean it's like the moment that you become a wife or the moment that you become a mom you are in you're in a hole and or people expect a certain way of you and you're supposed to act that way but not me i've always been the type who would do things the unusual way or things that people would definitely be shocked about and that was that was one thing that people shocked a lot of people yeah i i, I exactly like i mean um it wasn't where i wasn't shocked but i was like okay um you know like you're saying you, mothers are put in a certain mold once you give birth there's a certain mold and and it's more predominantly in asia i would think in the in the in the philippines you know i mean that yeah when you become a mother it's hard to pull the sexy card it's hard to, yeah. to do what you want to do because now society you know will dictate and 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 ridicule and and you know throw stones at you what the hell's going yeah. on don't you know you're a mother don't you but you can still raise your child doing what you want to do being who you want to mm-hmm. be being yourself and i think that's tough um is is we're following this mold that who made this mold right it's, it's so boring and i and we've seen it happen to uh one of our our coworkers doc you know um she was very young gave birth you know with her partner and she went on from being miss bad bad Girl. naughty to now 
Hey you, yes you, I'm talking to you. If you like unscripted conversations on heartbreak, listen to Walwal Sesh, the podcast. Ang podcast ng mga sowi, hosted by Doc Gia. Part of the process of moving on is really accepting that it was or it never no, happened. Yeah. Take it one day at a time, no? Surrends. It's something that we need to, in a way, let people know na it's okay to cry. And... Vino. If you're just expecting pero you're not doing anything or something mm-hmm. para malaman ng partner mo kung ano ba yung pangangailangan mo, then walang, walang mangyayari. Available on all major podcast platforms. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. She looks like Maria Clara. Like, what the hell happened? You know, you were, filled, you were growing up filled with tattoos at such a young age. You know, being badass, you know. And then she kind of lost uh, you just judged her. Her, you're identity. judging her now. Yeah, no, because she told me she could. She told me specifically on on the radio that she will do whatever she wants to do. She will never conform, and that's why mm-hmm. we had hired her. And then when we mm-hmm. put her on, she totally. I can't do that. She took out her account. The account I made her. She took it out. It was she. Mm-hmm. I said you don't have to post anything if you don't want to, but you don't have to delete it. But she wasn't comfortable with it because how society looked upon her exactly how you felt how you what you were going through she actually now she's like so tough she wants to be this person that's truly in deep inside her but because she's so afraid of what her partner of what people what her mother-in-law or her yeah the you know i mean <laughs> yeah. it's tough to put your foot down but you're right. You were the one carrying it for nine months. You get to fucking do whatever you want. Yeah. However. Yep. And, and yep. I don't think too many women are brave enough. And I commend you on that. Um, you know, I mean, uh, it, it, it's something that I think women should do because it, it will come out in other ways. You know, the strain of a relationship where you, mm, yeah. you're not free. And I think yeah. genuine love is, is, is freedom. You're supposed to have liberty to that's do what true. you want. Um, as long as you communicate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as long as you yeah, communicate it. It's not like you did not tell him what you were going through and what you were feeling. Uh, but what is it that you feel when you take off your clothes? What is it yeah. when a guy is drawing, sketching you? And- it was so liberating. Okay. It was so liberating. It was like I was I, I was invited to the 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 nude workshop and you know it, it did occur to me that this was different this is different this is not a photo shoot um there are no lights um you can't edit these photos it's not just one or two people in the room there were a lot of people in the room it wasn't even just the artist it was just like a bunch of random people in the room um, it's a it's a gallery like a lot of people could see me but of course they closed the windows right so only the people inside the gallery that could see me and it was such an exhilarating feeling to just I was just wearing a robe just a robe there's just nothing under there (laughs) it was cold I was more concerned about my nipples getting hard than being absolutely beautiful to everybody it was insane it was insane but it was it was amazing um I just had to be professional about it people will see that Right, it was nerve wracking because you can't photoshoot this. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't Photoshop this. 
Um, and people will see you as you are. All your stretch marks, all the stubbles, everything. Your nipples getting hard. Every inch and detail of your body is being observed. And I don't even know these people. I only know one person, but I just had to focus on being... I'm, I, I posted this. People would tell me that, wow, you're so brave. You are so brave. Like, wow, you're so brave. It's actually not about being brave. I wasn't being brave. I was scared as shit. It was, I just had to, it was more of abandoning the thought of being naked. Just being comfortable in my skin. I was, I just had to be comfortable. That's it. That's all I had to do. I wasn't being brave. I was like, okay, I'm naked. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Sketch me. And that was it. I wasn't I wasn't uncomfortable at all. It was very exciting. I wasn't insecure in any way. I just went with it. I was cold, but that's about the only concern I had. But it was amazing. It was it was it was incredible. It was an incredible feeling, but more so that I was being sketched by amazing artists who sell mm-hmm. their paintings for like half a million pesos. I mean, come on, you're being sketched by amazing artists. You don't charge? Like, these are amazing. That's- yeah, no, I did not charge for this Why one. Why did you charge? You should, I think you should start charging. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like a uh, royalty. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the, I was supposed to, the other sketch artists or the other artists wanted to invite me to do another mm-hmm. um, modeling for them. But this is the actual artists now. It's not a workshop. Yeah. But then COVID happened. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking. You know what? You for for people that do this, it's it's a it's a niche. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very oh, yeah, particular. Yeah. You know, occup. I would I would I would say it's an occupation that that requires you know a skill set. Not everyone's willing to do, and so, um, I know you're doing it for the love and the the art, but. Yeah, I mean, hey, um, you worked hard for that body. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm saying not that they, not that people who aren't fit that will do that. They even charge, I'm sure. But I mean, you invested so much of your time. You know, uh, you probably had a crazy diet or nutrition that you know in that one year. You know, it just it just doesn't happen overnight. Um, so you'd kind of want to. To, to get paid, you know, <laughs> to, you know, I mean, that was definitely not my head, head space of yeah. thinking of like, I'm going to get paid for this. Was, like, no, yeah. not. I, I don't think it was her intention. Yeah. I, I think yeah. her intention is really just to be able to express herself. Yeah. You being the business person that you are saw an opportunity <laughs> with what she's well, doing. Well, if, if she was my wife, I'd be like, no, no. Paid. no, no, you're not doing that for free. You're gonna you know, pose naked, you better get charged for that. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, yeah, that's true. If you're, gonna I mean, all, if you're gonna go all the way, babe, you might as well get paid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it took me so long. I'd, I'd, I'd say, you know what, uh, baby, I had to pay to take you out to, to, to take to, to, be, to be on a date with you. I had to wine and dine you, take you out, take you around town, take you out of town. That cost money. Now you want to strip for some random guys. <laughs> for free. For free? 
for free. And and they get to earn out of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, where does that put me? I feel like, yo, you know, I, I, can I strip as well? Can we? Strip <laughs> That's together? funny. Maybe you know, you can do that. That would be that would be great, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, have, has anyone done the new couple thing? I I haven't heard. No. I think so. I, I, I think. Yeah. There would be. Um, yeah, models who post nude as couples, but there not necessarily like they're nude couples. I, I think Doc Rica and, and Pez, I think both of you, since <laughs> um, you're, you're uh, a sex therapist, he's, de- he's married to a sex therapist, you might as well take off his clothes. You know, I've seen he well, I take off his clothes all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> si Tony ang mga mission manager. Yeah. yeah. But there's no way I want to. There's no way I want to see that right now. You know. I mean, I'm like, oh, I don't think I could sketch Pez naked. You know. Oh my. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I want to know. Okay. Go oh, ahead. Wanna, go ahead. Tony. I want to ask you. Uh, so, how was your, I guess the the intimacy, there in your in your in your relationship prior to all of this? Was it healthy? Uh, since you're going through so much, um, you know, after the birth or was, was everything sort of like just downhill, you know, how you felt thinking wise, mentally, physically, um, you know, was, was the passion still there? Was, were you guys still making love or you were just going through the motions? Mm, Where did I start? We were kind of like just going through the motion. Um, so ever since the baby happened, um, I developed a condition, um, postpartum depression. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. Yeah. I'm like, how can you be sad? You just had a baby. They call it a bundle of joy and yeah. you're depressed. That did not make sense to me at all, but it so happened that it does happen. And I was one of those and I'm like, wow, this is not cool. It wasn't cool. The feeling, the overwhelming feeling of being miserable and sad was just not okay but mm-hmm. mainly also because of the depression i was kind of like blaming everything on my partner like this is your fault this is your doing this is why i'm sad like um and so um i kind of got this reference from a show that i watched and it kind of pointed out the titles titles in relationship and the expectations that come with it right? So you're my husband. You're supposed to make me happy. You're supposed to do this for me. You should have sex with me. You should do everything that makes me happy. And the moment that you don't start doing that, you start becoming miserable. You start becoming miserable. And I was that, I was that woman. I was expecting everything. And mm-hmm. each time that he did not fulfill those invisible lists, yeah. I got upset i got miserable i got sad and i got depressed and i'm like do something make me happy but you know that was a wrong mentality that was absolutely a wrong mentality and so i kind of just put my foot down and i told myself you know i that's my responsibility it's not anyone else's responsibility to make me happy you have a baby to take care of you gotta take care of yourself as well because if you don't take care of yourself, the baby isn't happy as well. And so I kind of started doing things I knew that made me happy. And that kind of started with the nude shoots. It was liberating and I loved it. And it kind of just got my blood pumping. And it was something beautiful. I wanted 
to feel appreciated without having to expect it from someone else. And so I started working on myself, started working out, I started eating properly. And, you know, to commemorate that, that all that training, all the, the, the proper eating, I wanted a photo shoot. I wanted to see what my body has gone through after having the baby this is what i look like like you'll see all the stretch marks and you'll see the pouch your boobs aren't the same anymore especially after breastfeeding so um so yeah it was it was it was a liberating moment to find yourself because that usually happens when you have a kid it's like you get lost in this expectation of you and, you know, when you become a mom, people are like, you got to sacrifice everything for the baby. You got to sacrifice yourself. And I'm like, wait, you want to, if you sacrifice yourself, your whole being, you, whole you, then when you're taking care of your baby, then who are you? If you just sacrifice all of yourself, you don't know who you are anymore. So who's taking care of the child? right? Like you don't even know who you are and you're taking care of this baby. You don't have a sense of self to take care of your kid. You, I don't know if it, this makes any sense, but like, I don't believe in the whole, you got to sacrifice yourself. You got to do things that make you happy. You got to do things that make you, you that contribute to your happiness so that you can share that with your kid and you can share that with your partner. That's how I understand it. Totally, I, 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 think that you hit it. You hit it right on the on the dot. You know, I mean, you, you can't spread happiness if you're not happy. I mean, you have mm -hmm. to be your own source, and and uh, it, it's 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 quite nerve wracking and and not sustainable. Just putting up a front, and I think that's why most people do have uh, Doc Rica. <laughs> Because without, without, oh my gosh, Dr. I wish I had you way before. <laughs> without Doc, Rita, you know, I mean, they it's hard for people to, to see it from that perspective to see them, you know, pull themselves out from my <laughs> view and realize that you have to be self sufficient. You have to be. Um, yes, you have a child. Yes, you have a partner. Uh, but you're responsible for your own happiness. And, and um, it's, we don't see that. We see, I think, in society, we're told at a very young age that, you know, it's everything outside of us that, that can bring us happiness. You know, buying, shopping, traveling, having a partner. We, are, we're, we all extract happiness outside. And I think we have to realize that we have to be self-sufficient and find that happiness from within be a self-starter uh and and also find a partner who's also like that because if they're extracting happiness and joy from us and we keep on giving yeah that's gonna be exhausting five it's years toxic ten, draining just imagine doing that for 10 years 20 years you're gonna be depleted until you're gonna come out in your 50s 60s and how some women are and some men they, they call it nagmumurang kamatis. Like they feel like they're a teenager in their 50s, 60s. And we've seen it. We've seen guys buy a motorcycle 
get Pats at 50, 60. And just, you know, they're like a living legend, you know, because they were conforming and molded into a certain, you know, um, certain, uh, uh, I would have to say like uh, mold uh, of what society says that how you should act, how you should be as a father, as a mother. Um, and it sucks. It, it's actually, it's, it's, you're not living a full value. Yeah. Life. You're living a half a yeah. life on someone else's terms on how uh, some other, how some other people view how you should be living. Um, and, it, and it's, it's quite uh, unempowering. Yeah. It's, it really depends on how you look at it. It's empowering for some because the stereotype is a self-sacrificing mother. It's the Mother Mary, right? Mother Mary was okay having Jesus die in front of her. And there are people who actually live for that. That this is my role as a mother. However, that mode is not for everyone. I think that's yeah. what um, Gates was saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's not true. for everyone. And for some people, it can be disempowering. Because they feel that, okay, I'm a mother now. The society says that I need to be self-sacrificing because I need to be good like the Virgin Mary. But I cannot do it. It's just too much for me. And that's when you get lost, right? That's when you get lost because you try to look for things that you want to do. You try to find yourself. But then a lot of people are telling you that you can't because you have to take care of the baby first and foremost. Then you have to take care of your husband. Then you have to take care of the household. Where do you put yourself in that equation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's depressing. That's when you you go down that rabbit hole. Add that to the hormonal changes that's happening in your body while you're breastfeeding, which feels like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like shit. But it looks but pleasant. Yeah, because but it doesn't feel pleasant at all. So so how is it now? Yeah. Starting a you know brand new. You somewhat single. Uh, how- See, I want to know how that came about, like that single and you know, brand new you. Because he did say that um, a part of it was from what you were doing, like posting you, right? So, yeah. yeah, what happened then? What happened to the relationship afterwards? Yeah. Um, it kind of just spiraled down the more shoots I got. Um, um, especially even after explaining um what the gallery meant, being a nudes, being a nude model for a sketch workshop. For me, that was very that was that was fulfilling, spiritually fulfilling, emotionally fulfilling. But you know, it still wasn't in his mind. Um yeah. it's like very narrow-minded all he thought was you're still gonna be naked in front of a lot of people that's all I give a shit about it's like you're not supposed to be showing your body to anybody else but me which I kind of understand in a way in his point of view because I get it you're my partner why are you showing people your body like they will you know you dated me knowing that I'm like this this is my form of expression this is how Mm -hmm. I want to express myself this is how I empower myself that 
you know, I'm a mom and I'm doing this because I can. And mm-hmm. so can other moms do it yeah. because they also can. Like, again, we just had a baby. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. It's like, That's why true. are you telling me no? <laughs> That's like the hardest yeah. shit ever. It's like, did you go into labor? What are you th- Why are you telling me what to do? <laughs> This is Aeen Bernos, the brown girl behind Morena the Label and Ideology Studio, also known as Aeen Pero Tagalog on TikTok. And this is Riza Lana Sebastian, the serial entrepreneur behind Lana PH, Mink PH, Sala Ala PH, Ambush Clothing, and Bim Manila. Come listen to Camp Confidence Radio, a podcast about confidence, self-improvement, and success. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Till then, stay confident. It's not just the labor. It's like the nine months before and the rest of your life Peeing every time you sneeze or sit down. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> I'm still in that stage now. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. My goodness. Um, I, I was wondering because I, I, really, I really was interested in how you being a nudist affected your sex life, but you did say that it affected your relationship in general. So yeah. I was kind of hoping that it gave you, you know, more excitement in bed, but it did. I wish it did. I wish it did. For me, it was, um, it, it, I, I'm in my, I, in my sense, if he had only been a little bit more accepting of mm-hmm. what I was going through, you know, that would be such a turn on if a man supports you in yeah. something that way, right? Like, you know, that would have been Definitely. great if it wasn't. <laughs> if it wasn't. Um, but yes, so it did really go as I expected it to be. But, you know, that's just how it is. Um, it, it was like being a mother is not supposed to stop you or halt you from new things rather it's like being a mother is supposed to be like a new journey and ever since i became a mom it kind of opened my eyes to new possibilities of what i can do and what i am capable to do because again you just had a baby for 10 months you went into labor for 13 hours so my mindset is kind of like i can do anything yeah Mm -hmm. okay i can do anything (laughs) and now go ahead yeah. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, okay. So going back to um Tony's question, like how how's the single you now? Well, after having gone through the whole photo shoot, it kind of like opened doors to people who are more open-minded. It's like I mean, Tony mentioned that people are going to throw stones at me, especially if you do something like that. Yeah, people threw stones at me through so much judgment. But then I'm kind of like a little thankful for that because now I got to drop those people from my life. And I started meeting new ones. I started meeting Mm -hmm. new friends with a little bit more open-mindedness who would talk about sex out of the blue, who would talk about the toys that they play with and the sex that they have. And then I'm like, oh my God, these are my people. Yeah, yeah. Usually a lot of Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, it's it's a... 
you know, it's a funny way of not just we're not just talking about sex here to our to our listeners, but I'm talking about whether you are aligning yourself and trying to find out who you are. You have to do the same thing with the people around you. Not all the time, not all the time. You can have a few friends who don't understand, but they respect you. And and you have to start cutting out those people who don't serve you, who don't serve the same, you know, that don't align to what you, how you think. They may not, not everyone will get along, but as long as they respect you, that's fine. But for others, don't respect you. Like my other coworker, I have to respect. I can't say no. This is what you signed up for. No, I have to respect. She's a new mother. This is what she wants to do. Uh, it's her decision. It's her body. It's your choice. That's what I say. It's your body. It's yep, your choice. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all we can do as as individuals is respect. You know, people go through changes, and you are coming out of your shell and and understanding more about yourself. Um, so dating wise, being, meeting new people, open-mindedness, uh, was there anything crazy that has happened, you know, prior to this pandemic or during the pandemic, uh, when it comes to your sex life? Bought more sex toys. (laughs) Okay. Oh, prior to the pandemic, were you, were you always very open with your sexuality uh, or were you somewhat still learning uh, prior, prior to, to getting married? Were, were you open? Um, I mean, even actually, no, I wasn't as open-minded as I was now. Okay. Like even, even I was a little judgy back then. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. A little judgy back then, but a little bit like half, mm-hmm. half, half. But now I'm like, I'm very open-minded. Like, I'm, I welcome all things different, even yeah. if it's not my preference. I respect people's choices. I'm not going to go judge them. I even I, um, Actually, I would even ask more about it to understand it a little bit more. Um, and, you know, um, I have seen a few um, people um, to sleep with. And it's been nice to, like, have... A normal kind of normal conversation with them um it it um you know it's how i don't know if it's a trend like no no strings attached it's just like it's just all sex yeah that's fine i mean what do you mean by normal i mean was it difficult for you in the relationship to talk about sex or it was never it was never brought up uh, about how you know i mean like what do you like what you don't like or even after sex talk it was it was post post sex talk. It was never, it was never a thing. No, not really. I was actually very active with my partner. Um, I was very active, like, but um, couldn't ask for it as much as I wanted to. Especially when you suddenly have a family, it's like you gotta schedule those things. But I was very active. I was very active in terms of having sex. But you know, after having come out with wanting to express myself through new photo shoots it kind of like without the support with the lack of support it kind of turned me off a little bit because you know, yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's when the that's when the intimateness kind of stops yeah it's like because i'm not that type i mean 
I'm not the type who would just like to be physical. I I like it when I can mentally connect with someone. Because that would be really draining if you're sleeping with someone that isn't connected to you mentally. And you're kind of just giving away your body. And then right after the deed or the next day, you kind of feel a little drained. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that, but for me, that's what sleeping around felt like, especially if you're not mentally connected to the person that you're with. I mean, at least like the person. It's not like kind of. It's not like a. It's not like a Tinder situation thing. It's like I always try to get to know the person that I want to sleep with, yeah. so that um, you know, we're connected in some way. I think most marriages so, yeah. or relationships, that's how it 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 kind of just downward spiral with with the intimacy because you don't support me or he doesn't support you or she's not supporting yeah. him. And mm-hmm. when you don't support someone that's very passionate about something or believe in something that they're, what they want to do or what they're doing, it, it kind of affects how they feel in the relationship. It affects how they feel in the relationship yeah. and you're no longer a, a, a net positive partner. You're somewhat of a net negative partner. And, why would you want to sleep with someone who's toxic? You know, I mean, that, yeah. that, that, that's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, I mean, I not unless that. it was like angry sex. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but I see that um, a lot of times in my practice as I do sex therapy, right? And there are times when I see couples having problems in bed just because they're angry at each other. Yeah. So basically, they're withholding sex, unconsciously yeah. withholding sex from one another because they're punishing each other. It's a currency. And sex or, or, yeah, or if they have sex, the sex is bad because, you know, they hate each other. That's why I give so it for free, Doc. That's why I... I uh, <laughs> with, a, with a certain criteria. With a certain criteria, obviously, like, like Kiko said, like, there has to be a checklist of mental stimulation. Oh yeah, we both align on the same page, conversation-wise. Uh, communicates about sex. Uh, I think all of these are important because after it is. You, know, you you don't want it to just be uh, great sex and then zero rapport. Hey, you you forgot your STD test, your STI test. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, part yeah. of your checklist. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. My HPV. <laughs> Uh, yeah. which is which is uh i mean it's 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 the new thing you know i mean for me it should be uh, it should be uh for for the past couple of years yeah it never occurred to me till you know um a foreigner wanted uh to see my results you know i got it but i would never show my results you know what i mean it's rare for a filipina to hey can i see your Results. So now I have it in the in the car. Like I have a photocopy. Should in the be car. laminated. No, 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 no. I, you have to get it. It's like a boxing card. So yeah, yeah I know. Months, depending how active you are, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, I keep one in the car. Like if just in case, you know, I come out from the bar. Hey, you want to see my results? Hey, we can have sex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's for you. I, think, I actually I think totally see Tony using that as a pickup line. Hey, you want to see my <laughs> results? <laughs> Uh, uh, I tested negative today. This is a PCR 72 hours. Uh, do I make the cut? Uh... Wait, that's funny. But I actually agree with you, um, Cakes, that, you know, it's so draining to sleep around. 
It is. Maybe back then when you were younger. It's so draining to sleep around. Like, it's, it's like, so oh draining. my gosh. And 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 on a on a on a different note, for those that don't know, the the people that you 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 sleep with, there's an exchange of energy. No matter yeah, what there is. No matter if you're using a condom, there's an exchange of energy. And uh, you know, since 2000, I would have to say 2010. 2009 was when I was introduced to it. 2010, where someone had told me, "You got to slow down. You know, you 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 your life force is so low." And I never understood what that meant until you know I started doing more research and and started reading up on on the exchange of energy and how you know no matter you know no matter how happy we are whatever that person is feeling we're actually taking in their energy and we're giving off our energy so there's an exchange of negative and positive uh energies you know and if you wonder why you are sometimes really down and out during if you have slept around you'll know why you go through different fluctuations of highs and lows why you go in different ruts and and you 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 think heavily at times when you know things may be okay but things thoughts will just come into you because you're you've slept with someone who's going through a lot of uh, obstacles I mean, they yeah. they they are they themselves are very toxic individuals maybe not they may not show it but inside there's a lot of toxicity and here you are sleeping with them and you're getting some of that, if not all of it. Depends yeah. on how. If you're going raw, you you know what I mean because a mere touch of a hand, a mere touch of an arm, uh, uh, you know, just kissing. There's that exchange. Kissing is so powerful. Yeah. So um, I was more mindful of it just later, you know, in in the years. So yeah, I mean, before I didn't give a kiss. I was like, what? Whatever. Hey. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to have sex. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> and, but now it, the conversation has to happen. How they are, how they're living their life, how they, how they treat their body um, is so important, you know, and, and, and to figure out because once you sleep with each other, that's it. You know, I mean, you'd like to, you'd like to get, you know, great energy or at least something that's positive instead of yeah. toxic you know, you don't want to be the the guy they dump or the girl they dump all that shit on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's that's heavy shit. You know, and we only find out sometimes later after we've slept with someone. Uh oh. Uh oh. Shit. This is. I not- mean, you'll even feel that like right after, probably like the next day. You're like, oh yeah, feeling shit. Yeah, even though the sex is great, you feel different. Like the sex was great, but there's something that's there's something that's off. Yeah, um, yeah. So now you're single. You are somewhat sort of dating. Obviously, pre-COVID. Um, how's that? How's dating again? Um, pre-COVID, it was mainly through like friends. Okay. Or sometimes they would hit me up on like Instagram. All right. And you know. Those slide through my DMs, yeah. Shit. Okay. But you know, I'd have to like do a whole just like check. just like what Tony did to um get you in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. You know, sometimes you just want to like 
um, take a break from IG, but then I'm like, shit, I actually use this for work and I have to yeah. message people through Instagram. And this is how I connect with my friends. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so how I dated during pre-COVID was like, um, it was through my friends. They were the outgoing friends. Okay, I met these group of friends after having gone through the whole photo shoot of it all. Yeah, And it was great. You know, when you start feeling like yourself or you start feeling great and you, you start feeling good about yourself, you start attracting these good things. You start attracting the people that you think deserve, that you deserve. And so this is where I met these group of friends and they're just so liberating and they're so open-minded and they're amazing. And this is kind of how I like started meeting other people. I started meeting their friends. We were, I was mostly in Poblacion, um, just meeting different people. So that's how it basically was pre-COVID. Um, and I actually, I'm still in touch with a few of them pre-COVID and, you know, sex toys help, long distance oh, yeah. toys help. <laughs> And what do you have in your arsenal? What do you have so far uh, in your in your kit? I recently just got Love Ends 3. Mm-hmm. I think it's 3 or 2. So that's for long distance. I love it. I love it. It's like, why didn't I have this before when COVID started? Someone from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. So someone controls it. And how do you schedule it? You're like, hey, you free? Or he hits you up? Are you free? Oh, he hits me up, which I like, which I like very much. Because most men won't like say anything. They're going to be like, wait for you to say something. It's like, just say it. You want it? <laughs> say it. You want you want it tonight? I'm like, okay. And so how love ends work, you kind of just like send the link. And then they're able to control it. Which I love. It's great. Nice. And uh, is that was that your first toy that you started off with, or you had? No, no. Um, I forgot what brand it was. I got a dildo as well when COVID started because I'm like, I'm gonna need this. And thank you, technology. <laughs> um, you know, you, uh... you could have like dates through camera. It's great. So you're a video uh, kind of girl. Hey, Tony. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't at first, but then I was like, you know, I gotta adapt to this and little by little, I started getting to like it. And then I started playing with it a little more. Thank goodness for all my photo shoots because I have so much lingerie that I had to use for all of my photo shoots. So I kind of started using those and fishnets and high heels and learning wow. poses it was great so i just became full on cam girl right. is, <laughs> not, it, is, not, it, is it just one dude or you can it's just one dude. you can do several dudes where hey okay <laughs> I, I, I i gotta I, i'm doing this tonight you know is that your no. um, fear i mean <laughs> Is that what you're trying to do now? Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, is there tickets? I mean, uh, is there like a show? It's just one, dude. Like, uh, buy tickets. It's great. Like, KTX. Yeah, you know, at first, it's like, um, it's it's nerve wracking because you're like, it's it's, it's through camera. You're trying Mm -hmm. to have sex through camera, but 
you know, they can take a screenshot of you at any time and that thing can go out and you're screwed. Well, That's I already true. have mm-hmm. like naked photos out. So I'm like, if ever that happened, I'd be like, eh. <laughs> so I wasn't a little concerned about that. But yes, it's just one person. Um, I'm not like doing it with several dudes because I still have a bit of like a concern. I'm running about it circulating. So it has to be like one person that I know or trust. Good thing I knew this person before COVID. Ah, okay. And yeah, mm-hmm. and he's he's kind of the one who kind of like got me started on it. I was never into it. Like I never even did it before. But I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. <laughs> and I like it. Nice. And uh and now you can perform. Yeah. What's the what's yeah, no. <laughs> have you had actual sex with him or it's just on virtual so far? No, no, I yes, I've actually slept with him before COVID. Oh, okay. I thought it was all just virtual. Like, oh, interesting. Okay. So you kind of already know. That would be so strange. Yeah. But how, how, what's the wildest thing that you've done? Have you ever felt like you needed to take your life to the next level? If yes, then go ahead and check out my podcast called Small Talk with Alec Cuenca. Allow me to share with you wisdom by ancient philosophers and modern thinkers partnered with practical science-driven advice. All of that and more only here on Podcast Network Asia. For You know, I mean, where, where has been the wildest place? You know, you said you, you were very open-minded and you were you were you were very uh, busy when you were married. Where was the strangest place? If, uh, did you were you did you try different places, or where is it very conventional, just the bedroom? I think the most adventurous thing I ever did was back in high school, and now I just got boring. <laughs> <laughs> where was um, so what was that? Yeah, in what, high what school. Yeah, I was like, I was. Me and my boyfriend at that time were like sleeping. I mean, we were having sex in, in the campus with people present. We just had to pick the spots where we knew people didn't pass. Like, that's how adventurous I was back in the yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I That would be the last thing on my, in my head in high school. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that was the craziest I, thing I've ever done. See, I was adventurous, but, you know, I, I was... High school, man, that's that's tough. In the school is is. <laughs> there were people present. It was like this. The school wasn't even empty. There's like classes going on. We just had to pick spots where we knew that people didn't go there, or we had to make sure nobody was there. So like the stairs, the caretakers, the stairs, caretakers office, yeah. the fire exit. Was it the chapel or the fire locker? Exit. You know, back in the yeah. Our locker outside. What about the chapel, the confession booth? Uh, Wait, I don't think I've ever done that. No, no. Well, it's always 2021, 2022. <laughs> no, the confession booth. Behind the altar. You know, where I, used to, I used to be a lecture commentator, right? I used to, I used to read in church, and you change before you go out there, and. There's a, a small room behind the altar where you change. Are you serious? Smart. Yeah, you have to change into that lecture commentator thing. That white robe. 
Shoot. So I, I only had a I blazer. I thought you wore clothes under that. No? You do, but sometimes you have to change, you know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Should have been a commentator <laughs> too, if I had only known. <laughs> you can still do that. I mean, once um, church is yeah. okay again. <laughs> <laughs> it's an experience. So what's your favorite position? Reverse cowgirl. What do you like about it? I don't know. I'm the rough sex kind of girl. Oh, since yeah. we're on that topic, maybe you should start to ask our questions, Tony. Yeah. You know, our our top 10 questions where you just ask you anything about your sex life and then you can you can say you can pass or you can just answer the top of mind. Okay. 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 All right. So first question, always and forever, do you spit or swallow? Swallow. You swallow. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's too messy if you spit it out. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Swallow. The fastest (laughs) way and the most efficient way to do it is just to swallow. Okay. And um, do you like dirty talk? You know, it depends if he knows how to dirty talk. That's the thing. I would like it if he knows how to, but if he doesn't know how to, I would be probably like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, don't. So what does that mean when, when you say that he knows how to? Like, how do you want it to be? Um, since what I'm would you like him to say? Something like, do you like that? Or do you want it harder? Um, Who's or, your daddy? Yeah. Okay, no, maybe not. <laughs> oh, <I'm> not. <laughs> the, yeah. The daddy maybe thing not. is like, no, maybe not. No, nah. drop it. Drop it right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, although so, I'm not the, I'm never the type who would be like, you know, people have their quirks. Um, if it so happens that I don't seem to like that quirk, I just have to say it, but it never ruins my mood because I'm the, I'm the playful type. It's like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be too serious when it comes to having sex. Just have fun, oh, yeah. relax. This is the time where you're supposed to be vulnerable. Maybe we don't know each other, but you know, this is our time to get to know each other. And it's my way. Sometimes I, sometimes I kind of chuckle a little bit or I laugh, especially if it's something really funny, but I kind of just keep going. I make sure not to emasculate him because sometimes men get really insecure when you start laughing in bed and maybe in bed. Oh, yeah. Each other that much. yeah. I like it. I like so, it. You know, yeah. So I make sure that I'm playful. I let them know that I'm playful. Because sometimes men are just a little too serious. Like, calm down, <laughs> Romeo. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, okay. it's, it's really um, the pressure on us, on men and boys, to think that we know everything, that we have to be the, 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 you know, the ones in control. We have to know what we're doing. We have to touch the right places. All of this can be so overwhelming as a, as a, as a, as a dude, as a man, as a boy, who's not experienced, you know, we're supposed to know for some apparent reason, you know, society says we are supposed to know how, yeah. um, 
Greatest and have to think that way. Yeah, exactly. And and I think a lot of guys need to do more, more due diligence. You know, be more observant on a woman. Not every woman is the same, and we have to realize that we there will be bad points. There will be times where things don't go the way we want, but um, we have to be comfortable. We have to make our partner comfortable. Um, that way, the process it's it's a um, it's it's a whole. It's process. more exploratory. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's... you're both comfortable, and you get to explore yeah. each other. You get to learn about each other on in the moment. It's not yeah. like you're expected to know what to do because you're learning at the same time. I yeah. think that's how we should approach it. Yeah, yeah, you have to you have to do a bit of conversation about about it beforehand. So you kind of know what your boundaries are, what your limitations are. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, of course. Know. And then you you actually apply what you know. And hopefully it works out in a way where you both are in sync. Both your bodies are are going on yeah. the same journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it and if you happen to laugh along that journey, that's fine. That's great. If it hap- if things don't work out, there's a bump on the you know, as you guys are having sex. It's not going to be so alienating. It's not going to be so, you know, our, our, my ego shattered because it's not going the way I want, you know, or it's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm not pleasing her. So you have to change. You have to shift and, and figure out um, what, what's not making her, uh, you know, turned on or you know, making her feel uh, horny. I think you, you, all these things, you have to be observant about it. Uh, and not, it's not all about me. It's not all about the guys where, okay, we're just coming in as a, you know, just coming in, just in and out, in and out, in and out. I mean, it's not a board game. It's more, it's a, <laughs> it's a very highly complex, the the female anatomy. And, yeah. And having, yeah. Yeah. So having said that, I want to know, um, Cakes, like, what's your favorite thing that's like you want done to you? Hmm. That's a little hard. People are different. Like they're good at certain mm-hmm. things. Like I can't ask you to do this if you're not good at it. So I'm gonna wait for you to do your move, your whatever thing. that yeah. is. Yeah, do your thing. Your power move. <laughs> the power. <Yeah>. Move. <laughs> the power move. Well, what's the best for you? What was the best yeah. sexual experience? That way we can narrow it down as to, okay, this is what you enjoy. Okay, I need to like remember <laughs> what that is. The best Which orgasm. One? Yeah, yeah top, top of mind, the best sexual experience that you've had. What is it? Am I supposed to say when or who? <laughs> no, it get, can just be the experience. Yeah. Because I know to... you thought of it. You imagine it. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, I'm trying it, to imagine it. It's not really like, a name, it's more it? of. Okay, why was it the so experience? Good? It's a, yeah. What why, what, what made it so great? What did this guy? What made it the um, best? It was that was very recent, or that was pre-COVID, I think. Um, so this guy, we're we kind of like he he's very playful, or rather, I've always been with like a very serious man. I've never been with playful men. Um, who makes a joke during sex or thinks of something funny during sex or something like that. Um, 
it was definitely weird. But then I also found that, you know, I actually kind of like that. That's very playful. That's why I ended up being playful and a little bit more open. And the chemistry was just there. He's not the type to be super aggressive. Um, I'm the one who's aggressive and he's just the one waiting there. So I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> I'll, I'll be aggressive. But it was it was great because um, being connected um, gave me like a leeway to be more adventurous or to ask for certain positions. The lighter side of, of, of being in bed with you was was why it was more enjoyable. He wasn't he yeah. wasn't so serious. Oh he wasn't. He absolutely wasn't. It was always such a good time. Oh, stand up comedian. Yeah, it was always is such he a stand good up time. comedian? Is he No. No? Okay. I thought he was a stand up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a guy I worked with. I thought it was a guy I worked oh, no. with Africa. <laughs> oh no. Do you have any um kinks? Any fetishes that you like? Embed? Kind of want to get into BDSM, but only if the person knows how to do it. Doesn't matter if you're a girl or a guy, but as long as you know how to do it. No choking. Most people don't know how to do it. Hair pulling. Oh yeah. Uh, tying. Yeah. Blindfold. Yep. Okay. Oh. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I like the that. works. I want anal. <laughs> yes. Are you into anal? Yes. Okay. Nice. That's pegging. Nice. You like pegging. But I think I haven't tried pegging. I would love to try that on someone though. Yeah. That's would an idea. I definitely love to try that on someone. Do you like to be eaten out? Yes. But again, if only the person knows how to do it. Knows how to do it. That's time. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Again, um, the female anatomy is a complex thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Are you are you a moaner or are you a quiet kind of girl? Moaner. Definitely moaner. Loud moaner. Do you like talk? embarrassed to get out of the room? Because I know people have heard me in the corner. <laughs> but do you talk? Like, not even a shame. Um, no. You don't you really. just moan. I moan. You don't say the names. I'm talking. Mm, sometimes I say a name, a name. I sometimes I say their names or his name or whoever I'm speaking with. Like if it's really good, you know, it kind of turns mm-hmm. them on, especially when you say their name, because it means they're doing their job. So it's kind of like a a that's, play on thing to turn true. them on. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. If they're shouting, yeah, I think you Are need you to, open to- uh, a studio. She needs to be in a studio <laughs> or a soundproof room. Yes, soundproof. You know, you know, Tony, you should have like left me the key to your condo. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Why didn't I ask for I the have, key? I should have given you the keys, right? Yeah, I would clean it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would use your when he gets home. He's like, "Where has Rika been?" Starts <laughs> scanning blue light all over. Yeah. <laughs> Pets, pets can kill you in there and no one will know. 
Fucking <laughs> Murdy would just cock. I no, know. No I'm so me. scared. Every time like Tones would ask me to, hey, look at the room, look at the banyo, and look at the closet. I'm like, no, I'm so scared. And I don't know if I'm gonna die here. But okay. So are you open to um threesomes, orgies? Absolutely. Yeah. I want to meet kind? group sex or those parties. Yeah. I, I know a mommy orgy, so I mean, mommy orgy, a mama orgy, so I can need Rika's number to her. later. Yeah, <laughs> she's the one who arranges all these. That's things. awesome. I didn't mm-hmm. even, I, you know, I know there might be like some of those happening here, but I just yeah. don't know who to approach. A lot, a lot. Would you be willing to be with other women? I mean, uh, obviously, you're yes. heterosexual, but um, do you have a have you been with a woman? Yes. Okay. How was that experience? It was okay because it was a threesome. Mm, it's like two two females. Yeah. One male. We were just kind of like having fun. It was great. I like it. Okay. What were you with the part with the guy or she was with the guy? Mm, neither of us were oh. with anybody. With anybody. So it was just like you just tried yeah. it. Wonderful. <laughs> we were all drunk, so we were like, okay. Let's do this. <laughs> I hope you were all protected. Not really. Not really. Right you didn't catch anything. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So do you like giving blowjobs? Is that a thing Love for you? Love it. Yeah, absolutely. What's your power move in bed? Blowjobs. Blowjobs. Oh, yeah. Seriously? What about it? Why? Yeah. Do- enjoy blowjobs i don't i like seeing the other person um i love their reaction or how they sound like like how i do it because i'm pretty good i mean i could say i'm pretty Mm -hmm. good (laughs) are you a quickie kind of person are you an all-nighter kind of woman both you know sometimes when you're really into it or you really want to do it just do it in the car yeah they don't mind that because most men don't want it to they don't want it done in the car because it gets messy but yeah i can be a quickie type of person depends okay depends on the situation and lastly what is your greatest fantasy i actually don't have one (laughs) oh seriously that's interesting yeah, well, well what I do you want to try? Bondage. You d- yeah, you did say um, yeah. BDSM. Yeah, bondage, orgy. Yeah, those two things. And if you are going to put an image to it, like how do you want it to be? It's like Which a BDSM one? orgy. Yeah, how do you want it to happen? Is Ooh, it like that here? Works. Where do you want? Yeah, where do you want it to be? Do you have a certain place? Or should it be <sighs> like I a always room? imagine it to be like in a penthouse? Yeah, definitely imagine it dark to be room, like in a penthouse. Dark room, all black. <laughs> oh my God. It's not much dark room. It's bright enough. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know, when you said penthouse, what went into my head is like, oh my God, that there should be an orgy in Manila. <laughs> they will... 
Pwede. Pwede. I imagine it to be in a penthouse. Like, I don't want it to be in a dark room. I actually want windows. Because I actually don't mind being watched. Yeah. Actually, you can add it to one of my fantasies. I don't mind being watched. You want to be watched. Yeah. yeah. You're a nudist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the whole, the whole fact uh, of you being so comfortable in your skin it makes sense that you don't mind someone watching you have sex. That's true. Yeah. Can't so wait I'm now to see that. Yeah. Like invite us. Invite us. So yeah. That we, we, invite we can, us. You know. We can so, watch your show. Kasi mga orgy parties na to. Manonood na ako. Taking down notes. Nakakapagod <laughs> yun eh. I'll take notes I'll take notes I'll take notes but yeah that's it thank you so much Cakes um, if there's anything that you want to impart to our audience uh, any tips or advice for people here who are listening who want to be uh, who'd want to explore their bodies more and maybe try what you're doing to be nudists wow. what can you tell them mm-hmm. Um, my advice is to completely abandon all expectations of what you think your body should look like or how you should perform in bed. Um, be comfortable, feel sexy, treat yourself right. And if you do all of those, you can treat your partner right. That's all I can say. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kicks. Thank you, guys. Wonderful. Don't- Okay, so there this you have it. fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I wish all women, married or not, take their, you know, their, their happiness first. Put their happiness first. I think that's, that's Absolutely. the, I think that's the yeah. takeaway here is, is whether you're. Hello. Um, so uh, there you have it. Thank I you guys so much for that. joining us. Don't forget, you can uh, catch us on uh Anchor, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Spotify. Uh, subscribe, like, and share. Don't forget, if you are starting a podcast or planning on one, you can monetize it. And uh, you can also click the link in the description of this episode. Use our referral code, The Sexy Minds. That's one word. It's not case sensitive. And you can monetize your podcast and uh, find out who wants to collab with you much more easier uh, and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast audience. So um, it, it's, it's really efficient and easy to now um, find uh, companies that want to work with you. And uh, don't forget also, share your sex stories. We'd love to hear your fantasies, your kinks, uh, whatever you want. Email us, thesexyminds at gmail.com or leave us a voice message. It's uh, bit.ly forward slash thesexyminds hotline. This is Tony Tony. And this is Doc Rika. And thank you for listening to us tonight. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast. Make sure to follow the hosts at DJ Tony Tony and at underscore Rika Cruz to get more of their Sexy Minds powered by Podcast Network Asia. 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.